0: You're listening to the Cars of Carlisle Network, podcast episode number 135, featuring Mike Hoos of Hoos Designs.
1: Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Darren and his C of C team are ever searching for interesting automotive happenings, real stories about real car people, and fun features to inform and entertain you. Each week, the Cars of Carlisle crew brings you show topics ranging from car shows, to team adventures, to auto racing weekends, to behind the scenes human interest stories from car nuts that live across town, across the country, or even across the globe. Come join the road trip. Today, head over the mountain to Perry County to meet Mike Hoos founder and owner of Who's Designs. Mike is not only a car nut, but he has a vision and ability to create unique customs. Hear about Mike's projects and personal vehicles, ranging from a 1926 Chevrolet sedan to his street-legal 1987 Chevy S10 gasser that can run the quarter mile and the low 12s. It's time to hang out at Who's Designs in New Bloomfield, Pennsylvania. So, let's get revved up.
0: Hello and welcome back, Cubers, to your favorite informative automotive podcast. I am your trusted host, Darren. As always, it is great to have you back with us again this week. In a few minutes, we'll be speaking with Mike Hoos. Remember, this is your podcast. Together, it's all about car community and car culture. Hope everybody in the U.S. had a good, safe, and enjoyable, memorable Thanksgiving holiday. And for those all over the world, I hope you're starting to get that holiday spirit as Christmas is not too far away. And this pandemic situation has caused a lot of challenges for businesses all over, both automotive and otherwise. But uh, we want to say to our uh, listeners, for those that are in the, the mid-Atlantic area, if you have a chance, you're going through South Central Pennsylvania, be sure to add AACA Museum to your places to, uh, uh, to stop and visit. It's a great place to spend an afternoon or a Saturday. Uh, in fact, they are open and uh Doing a great job with social distancing and, and handling everything uh, with, the, with the current COVID situation. But as you heard us talk about in episode 130, which was back on, it was published on October 28th, we had a tour by the, the guest curator, Bill Sangri. Uh, but check that out the fact that there are hemispherical head engines in vehicles, motorcycles, cars, everything. And that did not just the US, but France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Sweden, the UK, uh, OEMs from all over utilize that hemispherical head design. So check that out. The exhibit will be open until April 23rd, 2021. Please support all the great work that the AACA Museum is doing. And if you would, check out the Yeah, It's Got a Hemi exhibit in person. That exhibit will be open until April 23rd of 2021. Okay, as we get ready to head over the mountain to Hoos Designs in New Bloomfield, just want to remind you if you have not yet subscribed to Cars of Carlisle, what are you waiting for? Don't miss out. By doing so, you'll have this podcast queued up and ready to go for you each and every week. And if you would and you feel we're worth it, five star ratings would be greatly appreciated, especially out on iTunes. That helps our street cred and uh, with the search engine optimization and, and Google searches. That gives us a lot more credibility and, and gets the message out to more and more fans. And, and as we grow, so do you, and we'll be able to provide even uh, more content, greater value, and, and certainly land even b- bigger uh, uh, opportunities to, uh, to share with all of you. Also, uh, in doing that and supporting the podcast as we work to get flat out, there's PayPal. You can go to paypal.me forward slash Cars car Be another great way. Uh, If you wish to help donate and support this channel and the work that we do here, uh, that will do a lot in the way of uh, uh, helping us provide that to you. And it means a lot to us, and we thank you so much for any and all support that you can provide. Okay, trivia question. We're going to be talking to Mike, and he has a lot of cool vehicles, and one of which is, you heard that S10 Gasser. And the question for this week is, where does the term Gasser come from? That answer awaits at the end of this episode. Well, to share some background on Mike, uh, he has a 1926 Chevrolet sedan with a uh, 27 uh, era 1928 Chevy motor in it. Uh, he's going to be doing all kinds of work on that, but he wanted something that will be, he's working towards something that'll be a little more reliable that he can take his family in and uh, they can run cold air or heat and enjoy it as a cruiser for the family. So that. Uh, is a really cool vehicle you're going to hear about. I just mentioned Gasser as far as the trivia question, and that 87 S10 that he has has a 350 V8, has a TH350 tranny in it, and uh, he is just put all kinds of uh, uh, amazing work into that. I know he has uh, Howard's Big Daddy Rattler roller camshaft, um, and uh, he's doing roller rockers, aluminum heads, and additional upgrades he wants it to be street legal he can drive it to the strip but at the same time he can run those low 12s consistently and uh, you'll you'll enjoy hearing about that project he has a 23 model t it's one of the last total performance chassis before sold to the speedway and he had a fiberglass tub for it but he decided to go still Uh, so he's still looking for uh, a body for that but the chassis is all set with a four-inch drop axle, coil-over rear with Watts link with linkage. Um, I think he did the, both front and rear connected with radius arms. It's got a 350 in this thing, this rod, and it's got twin 450 CFM Hollies on it. They're, um, you know, it's got a decent amount of horsepower. He's he's guessing it's putting out about 550, 600, uh, and you figure the thing weighs under just under a ton or comes in just about 2,000 pounds. Um, he's thinking it's just under, so you figure that's that's going to be quite uh, a fun car to have uh, back out on the road here in the new year. He's helping work on his dad's '55 Chevy, which that's a great era of uh, of body and vehicle in my mind for a gasser. And uh, Mike also puts a lot of work into helping veterans. Uh, it's one area that he is very uh, very strong and and uh, passionate about, and doing fundraisers and and such to help with that whether it be uh, he's working on the idea of a tribute truck uh, for the nation's heroes and some other things. So I'll let him tell you more about that. But uh, certainly I know he'd appreciate any support in his efforts in that area. So without any further ado, let's go up and over that mountain to New Bloomfield. It's time to head to the shop of Hoos Designs and talk to Mike Hoos. Hello Cubers, this is Darren and I'm here in New Bloomfield, PA, just over the mountain, about thirty five miles from Carlisle and Perry County, and I'm hanging out with Mike Hoos in his sixty five by seventy five pole barn. Uh, Mike, thanks for opening up Hoos designs for me this evening. Sure, sure. Well I, this just this building alone is impressive. We were talking about the fact you said it's what, fourteen foot to the
1: Yeah, fourteen foot to the bomber rafters.
0: Yeah. And you're gonna put a lift and everything else in here. I mean yeah. it's just Yeah. This is uh I can see why once you saw this when you bought the property, it's like <laughs> yeah, we'll did, figure out the house. The, yeah. the garage is great. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was definitely like uh you know, husband saw the garage, one the garage, <laughs> wife saw the house, of the house, so we were we were good <laughs> lovely
0: A-frame, you know, comes with garage, you know, yeah. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> well how long have you been uh completely immersed in the whole being a car nut?
1: So I got I was born in eighty-five and I think it was the early nineties when uh corvette zero one came out the grand sport
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh that uh, ever since then i've been in love with corvettes you know i have a corvette tattoo on me mm-hmm. you know I, I i've been in love with them ever since mm-hmm.
0: um did you ever get to drive the zero one no actually oh, okay. i never did okay. not that one
1: okay uh I, I grew up going to the corvette show in carlisle uh and then my dad every year we used to go down to the street rod show in york yep. and started falling in love with street rods and then yep. Got big into the muscle cars. My brother's first car was a 69 R S twenty eight, the mm-hmm. DZ302. Mm-hmm. Uh so obviously, you know, we were drooling over that car when we were younger. Um, <laughs> it was just a great car for him. And then that got me into it, you know. 69 camaras are up there for one of my favorite cars ever yeah. since that. Yeah. And just been into it ever since. And but
0: you have an appreciation for Model A's and things too. Oh, that's...
1: absolutely. I so when I was younger, probably my teenage years, it was all about muscle car stuff like that and got into model a's model t's older chevys anything 30s and i mean anything really but 30s mm-hmm. and older they just mm-hmm. they just drew my attention i mean when you build a, a corvette or a camaro or anything like that you got to put body panels on it. You got to follow lines, all that stuff. You go back to these 20s and 30s cars. You can do whatever the hell you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's fair game. Mm-hmm. Street rods, muscle cars. I hate the term rat rod, but you know, some stuff I guess you could call it a rat rod. But yeah, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you, know, you go back there. You could pull the fenders off. You could, you know, take the hood off, take the sides off. It's fair game. You know, whatever right. you want to do. That's right um motor popping out you know (laughs) i like motors so yeah you see the big motor sticking out that's i like that stuff i mean you can customize whatever you want cut the frame down lower that thing i mean there's really nothing wrong right right i mean Mm -hmm. so i got into that uh probably my later teens early 20s and i just never looked back i mean i'm I'm into anything now i will do anything Mm -hmm. but uh i still love camaro still love corvettes um I just have a thing, you know, In 50 59, I think, is the mm-hmm. greatest year of mm-hmm. cars ever. There's, I was mentioned
0: earlier about a Caddy.
1: Yeah, 59 Caddy. as my favorite car, hands down. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you could pick a car in 59 that's not good looking. Right. Every single car in 59 looks good, Right. you know? Right, right. So, I mean, back then, cars had characters. 50s, you know, yeah. even back to the 20s and 30s. I mean, there's car companies out there people don't even know about. You right. know, Moon and, mm-hmm. you know, Night. And, I mean, Hat Willie started back then. I mean... There's all kinds of cars people know about. LaSalle's, Cadillacs back then, I mean, they're cool. I actually have a set of LaSalle headlights over there, the big ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're massive.
1: They're really sought after, but they're those are always cool. I'm going to probably throw them on a hot rod here soon, too. But, uh, you know, they, they just had a lot of character back mm-hmm. then. And a lot of people don't know this either, but turn of the century, before the Model T came out, gas engines were the least number of engines in cars. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all electric. It mm-hmm. was... It was uh, steam, all that kind of stuff, yeah, so right i mean it's it's just wicked when you get into history mm-hmm. so
0: well tell them a little bit about some of the projects i mean obviously Hoos designs and and uh, uh well at the end of this interview we'll have to tell people where to find you anything on Facebook, what have you, but what um I know you mentioned about maybe doing an engine swap for your dad's fifty five chevy yeah some of the projects you're working on
1: yeah so uh obviously in the shop here now i got that 56 ford that's a good friend of mine he's that's actually customers my, right yeah customer of mine yep um and that one he kind of bought that one he wanted to street rod something and he got a good price for that so i'm gonna tear that thing down make it good obviously the front end's all tore apart already but uh so the front end of that still has the original Ford. Uh, the henry ford uh, straight axle on it <laughs> so that's going to come out and then i'll end up throwing you know a lot of people throw the mustang two front ends on but they actually make uh, a kit you out onto the frame and then i think it's backyard customs makes it and then you could basically bolt up a uh, crown vic front end three oh, wow. and up so that's what we're going to do to his give okay. him some nice steering and handling up there sure. yeah. and then that's actually going to get a coyote 5.0 motor in it and probably stick automatic transmission. I think that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But he wants something to cruise around. He's not a he's not a hands on guy, not a mechanical guy. He just likes the old cars. Sure. So that we'll do that thing up for him, get that thing ready to roll. Have a Coyote 5.0, which is actually a first for me. I'm used to LS swap stuff yeah, like that, right, not, right, right. not Coyotes. Yeah. Point so point. that'll be a first, and I think it's actually a 2019 Coyote motor. Okay. So it's pretty new that he's putting in this thing. Okay. But um, that we'll do that thing up, get that ready for him. Um, you know, whatever else he wants to do to it, you know, we'll get that done. And then the other car sitting over there, that's customers are sitting in the garage right now is a 72 <laughs> Cutlass. A oh yeah. 72 Cutlass with 33, what did we say it was? 33,180 yeah. miles on yeah, it. That's
0: unbelievable.
1: Cutlass Supreme. It was a
0: grocery getter for an older lady. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: Still in the fam. Same family mm-hmm. since day one. Mm-hmm. 1972 bought at Titus, uh, Oldsmobile Cadillac down in Hanover, Pennsylvania.
0: That is so nice.
1: Yeah gorgeous car and then you
0: said that was like the top of the line
1: yeah top yeah. line trim package in that yeah. Yeah. it is a four-door but hey i mean that thing's it's, it's gorgeous i it mean it is yeah it's an eye and it's got a nice 350 olds rocket motor and it's still all original mm. i mean it's it's nice beautiful nice
0: yeah and then the 26
1: yeah 26 that's the family car uh that's mine um so that Hopefully, I get to start that this winter. So I'm gonna pull the body off of that, and I'll uh, I'll custom make a uh, frame for that from scratch and throw a different chassis under it.
0: You talked about the bricks.
1: Yep, yep. So that thing has a cable brake in the back, <laughs> no brakes up front, and you know a lot of the frame on that car is wood too. So mm-hmm. I got to make sure that the frame on that's safe. You know, I got two young kids, so get the frame going. On that get juice brakes in it um that thing will probably sit lower too i'm probably going to try to keep the fenders on it though i want to do something a little bit different it is a four-door too so i want to go to shows and something that's cool take the family and be a little different you know i don't want to yeah, of course don't want to gut everything and i'll probably i'm going to change the engine too probably i'll probably pull that motor since it's a 27 28 motor i'll probably pull it and save it mm-hmm. uh but i'll throw something more I'm not gonna throw a V8 in it, but I'll right. probably put like some newer V. I'll probably end up throwing a 2.5 Iron Duke in it. Okay. Uh, like an S10.
0: Yeah.
1: It's actually sitting right there.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> so again, a little more reliable. And yep, a little more reliable. That'll get a little you, bit more power. That'll get you up the mountain.
1: Yeah, that thing has 26 horsepower, I think it is. Okay. <laughs> and that motor has, I think it's around 100. 125 yeah. so yeah.
0: That, that'll get you than mine.
1: <laughs> yeah that won't
0: <laughs> <laughs> that with a full load maybe not
1: yeah <laughs> yeah and then the two other cars sit in here they're mine too so that that s10 that's the that uh, is
0: so cool yeah
1: that's the uh can't wait to
0: see you up at, uh, at Beaver running the quarter in that heck that's,
1: yeah i can't wait to see what i get in that
0: thing what would you think your et would be if you just had to throw a spitball
1: uh, i'm hoping i'm around a 12 flat uh, maybe high 11s low 12 something like that hopefully mm-hmm. i don't know i could be way off too i mean i think I could be putting out more horsepower than that i, I like,
0: hope you're low 11s high 10s I, I
1: i don't want to go below 10 though I, to be honest I so in certain classes you have to be you have to be careful where you run mm-hmm. <clears throat> if i go below 11 in that i can't run street i believe or maybe it's twelves. Twelve might be street, and then elevens hot rod trophy, and those are the two classes mm. I like to run. I'm not a guy that goes up there every single weekend and race. I don't race for points. I race sure. for fun. So I go up, I go up the main holidays: Labor Day, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and then go up a couple weekends here and there. Okay. So for me, it's more fun. Um, I'm hoping my son gets into it. So if he gets into it, we're going to be a little bit. We'll be up there a lot more, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, that'd be nice if I could get twelves you know, low 12s, maybe even 11s in it. I I mean, heck, for all I know, that motor could be putting out a heck of a lot more and I could break 10s, yeah. you know.
0: I imagine, I imagine.
1: So, I mean, before I did that, so I, I did drag race that before I did all that to it, and that was a crate motor, and when it was a crate 350 with all those stock crate components, like the GM Goodrich motor, I think mm-hmm. it's like 200 and some horsepower, 300 horsepower, that thing ran uh, 13s, high 13s, low 14s, I think That's it was. Yeah, for what it is. I but mean, now
0: I and I have all include photos on Instagram, but I know it's because of its thing, But I love how you have it set up, kind of gasser, yeah. gasser style.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a gasser. I put the straight axle under the front. Uh, I wanted something different. There are a lot of S tens that run up there, um, and I, everything I do, I always like to be do something different. Sure. Um, so I set it up for gasser. It's definitely set up to run drag. Um, but again, at some point, uh, I will probably put some street tires on and run it down the street. It mm-hmm. is streetable. Mm-hmm. It is still fully street legal. It does all the lights, you know, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is something I probably will run on the street at some point. But <laughs> I want to focus on drag racing
0: here first. <laughs> Were you uh, trailer it up? I mean, do you have that? Yeah,
1: I'll definitely trailer it up. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. definitely trail it up the track run up there. Yeah, I didn't know if you would do all the mods and swap outs up there. or Just throw it in the back no yeah yeah that's a I'll lot of work on, on track day
1: yeah and then something can happen up there too god forbid and yeah. then i have to yeah. deal with that somehow getting it back
0: but, yeah so and then of course the, the uh the t-bucket frame here right
1: yeah so that's a 23 that's actually one of the last 23 chassis that came out of total performance in uh massachusetts before they sold out to speedway motors And when I went to Speedway, it was kind of disappointing because Speedway basically bought it for the the body Mm. and nothing else. And, um, you know, Speedway, everything's made in China. Yeah, Not everything, but a lot of stuff is. So, you know, that that was kind of disappointing. But um, so I kind of pieced it together and got it to where it is. And um, that's probably pushing 600 horsepower, maybe more, maybe a little less. (laughs) That's
0: incredible. (laughs) Yeah
1: and uh, that's the one my wife and I got married I uh, went down to her parents probably had a quarter-mile long driveway we got married at her property and then we went down in that and um, and ended up dying at the end of the driveway it wouldn't start anymore and I found out it's because the transmission so that's why the transmission was pulled there got it rebuilt and then okay. just a matter of putting it back together now and finding the right model T body for it um, mm. which is 1918 to 1925 so I ended up buying a 26 27 I found out it was too big so, I had to go back to square one. Twenty six, twenty seven 27 T's, the same size as twenty eight, twenty nine 28, Model A. I didn't know
0: I that. I didn't know that.
1: I didn't either, yeah. So, it's a little bit too big for the chassis. Okay. In width or
0: length or both?
1: Or? Both. Okay. Both. Wow. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, it looks mean just sitting there. It does. It an extra yeah. skeleton, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah.
1: It is a really cool <laughs> chassis. I mean, that, that motor is cool. I, I had a lot of uh, time in that motor. I mean, making sure it looks cool, making sure it's yeah. factory correct, and then... Well,
0: can you, you told me earlier, can you just share some of the componentry which you, which you and what you did to it? Yeah,
1: part? so the headers are actually called Zoomy headers. Um, they basically just come out, and then they just gurgle. You know, there's nothing mm. to them. Uh, and the, one of the biggest drawbacks with zoomies is there's no back pressure. So I ended up putting Harley Davidson baffles in each one of them to give some okay. back pressure. Okay. Um, and then I wrapped them, obviously, uh, with exhaust wrap to give that old-school look. Yeah. And then it's got uh, two 450 Hollies on it. Um, on top of an old school, it's an Edelbrock TR1Y intake, I believe, which is the old 1960s tunnel ram. And it's uh, kind of period correct for like the 60s hot rod movement. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool looking tunnel ram. It's got a different uh, different look to it. And it's just, I just love the way that thing sits. <laughs> um, actually, some of the parts are sitting behind us, and the, it's got a shotgun scoop on it. Oh, so it's I sitting see right that. there. Yeah. So that shotgun scoop will sit on top. And then, wow. I mean, it does look pretty mean when it's all together. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's definitely got some some kick to it.
0: Mm. Yeah, so. at 600 horse and weighing about 2,000 pounds, I can <laughs> yeah. see. That's a good ratio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, seeing here the, uh, the C7 Corvette, uh, <laughs> kids' version. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Your son Wyatt, he's uh, he's next generation. Kevin. Oh yeah, he's
1: definitely next generation. So he's he's um,
0: doing some wheel stands. You know, yeah, yeah. Based on some mods you've been doing. Yeah, right? there's <laughs> videos
1: on YouTube of him doing some wheelies and stuff, uh, <laughs> and just getting at it. He'll he'll rip around that Corvette and then he'll he'll throw it and drive and rip it back in reverse and do some spins. <laughs> but the, all his uh, all his little power wheels in here, they all have the uh, the or Rio B drill uh battery uh swap out to him so you can go a little faster give him a little more juice to him and he likes (laughs) that so and then that's actually i don't even know if you've seen that yet the wagon sitting there yeah i did so i built that for his first or second birthday wow so it's built from scratch
0: that's so cool
1: yeah and uh just took him he loves sitting that thing going for rides and that so now it's now it's actually his daughter's turn to, or his sister's turn to get through there okay. my daughter's turn okay but uh yeah he likes is all it, that stuff it's
0: uh oh, it's, okay it is wow what's that i was just looking how it really did it's completely fabricated
1: yeah yeah it's 100% fabricated from wow, nothing that's started impressive. from scratch yep
0: that is impressive yep yep wow very yeah. cool what uh, what do you hope to get into? I mean, obviously you talked about uh, the engine swap um, out of the Firebird Yep. Um, for your dad's 55. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got that. Uh, I had a Firebird that I lost to an accident, but I ended up buying it back. And uh, it's an LS1 T56. Um, it's got some good power to it and doesn't have a lot of age on it. So mm-hmm. um, we have my dad's 55 Chevy, which is really a really, really nice 55 Chevy. And it has a 327 with a four-speed in it, and my dad, you know, he's older. He wants something with power steering, wants something a little bit easier to drive, something easier to start, fuel-injected-type thing. Mm-hmm. So when I wrecked the car, I ended up buying it back and figured, hey, you know, that T56 mm-hmm. and that LS1 would go good in that 55. Mm-hmm. That's something he's wanted to want to do, too. I mean, he's talked about doing an LS1 swap for a while. Sure, so. sure. So there she is. That'll be going in there at some point.
0: Are there other um, dream jobs that you'd oh, love yeah. to have for Hoos Design? think like what?
1: Yeah, so actually, I want to build a couple Model A's too. That's why I have a Model A chassis sitting there, and then I have the body in the back. So I'll build another Model A. Um, and then I actually want to build like a, I don't know what the heck you would actually call it. If you, have you ever heard of Trog, uh, the Race of Gentlemen yes. out in New yes. Jersey?
0: I just was talking to somebody about that. So
1: I don't want to build one for that, but I want to build mm-hmm. that kind of type of racer, but I want to do, I want to do, an old school type racer, probably based off like a Model T or a Model A. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do a dovetail in the back, but I want to, I want the driver to sit up front with the engine behind him. Mm-hmm. So, like kind of like a, a um, like a Trog uh, mid-engine car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I want to do independent front and rear on it too. So I'll probably use like a Corvette rear end. Nice. So I think that'll end up being pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. And then I want to do. There's all kinds I want to do. I want to do a 59 Cadillac like really bad. Yeah,
0: as much as you love those. Things. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I had the opportunity to buy one a couple of years ago for like four grand. It was, a, I mean, it was a junker, but mm-hmm. heck, I don't care about that stuff. You right, know, I can right. fix all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I passed on it because I didn't have the room at
0: the time. But man,
1: yeah. I yeah. got the room now.
0: <laughs> oh, you would. Yes, you would. Because you yeah. got the 65 by 75, then you have yeah. another pole barn. You said back behind all yeah, this, yeah,
1: 65 by 25, two story actually. Phew.
0: Yep. My yep. friend, you have the space. Yes, I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing in that but, but wood for the wood stove. So.
0: Wow. Do you want to talk a little bit about uh, every uh, every year you're trying to do something to benefit oh. uh, the veterans? I think that's a really important message to get out there. Yeah,
1: you? so every year, actually, the last two years, we've we've done a lot of giveaways and stuff on um, Veterans Day. Which you did is the free oil changes, right? Well, so... The way that we raised money last year is we got a bunch of stuff together, we went around to local businesses, I get, donated a lot of stuff too, um, and we, we basically donated prizes. So one of the things I gave away last year, I, um, I airbrushed a helmet that um, Alejandro Villanueva from the Steeler signed, and it was, it. Was, I mean it had seven different colors on it. it was mm. One side was Steelers, the other side was the Army Rangers because that's where he was from. Mm-hmm. That's why I picked him because he was an Army Ranger. Mm-hmm. And he signed it, and then I ended up giving that away last year to raise money. Um, and we got a local. Actually, there's a local uh, um, farmer that donated some popcorn, some gift cards, that kind of stuff. He was he has a he's a farmer, but he also has like uh, sells meat and stuff. So he okay. helped out too. And we gave a lot of stuff away on November 11th, so Veterans Day is when we gave it away. But we we do, we collected all the money for. Oh, a couple months, I think it was, and then all month of November, any veteran or active duty could come here and pick up the oil change kit, um, oil change, depending on what it was, mm-hmm. and we ended up giving away, oh, I forget the number, I think it was around 10 oil changes, give or take, um, so not as much as we wanted to do, but it still helped out a lot. We did oh, go right. out of, what's that?
0: No, no, even that made, made a difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. So, I mean, it was fun to do that kind of stuff. And, and the local veterans, they appreciated that. It um, be nice to you know, do some more. Mm-hmm. So this year I announced, which is going to take me a while to do this, because um, I've got to collect you know parts of money. i still even got to get the damn truck. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been a dream of mine to build a car and give away to a veteran yeah. in active duty. So yeah. I figured, you know what, let's do it. Very so cool. let's just announce it. Um, so we're going to – we'll sell shirts. We'll do different kind of stuff to raise some money for nice. us. Um, and that's going to start this month, November. Um, I don't know when this will come out.
0: But... Yeah, actually we're going to release this uh, by the end of, of November. Oh, I, have it, I have it on the schedule. So we can – The timing will be good. Yeah, there we go. And you can even email me a quick write-up and I can yeah. put that in when I send out. There so, we go. So let's do it. So, uh, yeah,
1: perfect. So, again, this is going to take a couple years to do this. I mean, we've got to come up with the money, the parts, all that stuff. But all my labor – Will be all donated to it 100% free. You know, I'm not going to take any of the money for that. All the money will go to parts, you know, whatever. That's awesome, man. What I'd like to do is something, I'd like to do like 60s or back, but it'd be cool to do something like that Ford or or Chevy or something like that, like 50s, and uh, do like some some kind of cool street Mm rod. The the goal for that is really like when the the veteran or active duty gets it, it's like, hey, this is like my showpiece. So we want to focus on the whole background too. So the truck's Mm going to be. Like armed forces, um, armed forces, uh, focused. Gotcha. So my plan would be to run like for the starter switch. I'll probably run a tank starter switch on it stuff.
0: Very nice. And I'll,
1: yeah, I'm going to incorporate that kind of stuff yeah, in. Yeah. It. I think it'll turn out pretty cool that way. Um, make sure the paint jobs that way, mm-hmm. you know,
0: maybe incorpor- some riveting or something. hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: Incorporate all that, you know, mm-hmm. make sure we get the Navy, the Marines, the sure. Army, Air Force, yep. Coast Guard, all that stuff. Make yep. sure we get them all in there. Um, it really is just a pride thing, you know. Take it around, show it, you know, yeah. tell them what it is, that kind of thing. So I like it. It it, it just be cool to give that away. I, Good I, for you. Yeah, I, I hope it. I hope it. I hope it uh, draws a lot of positive. Well, if attention. cars of
0: Car-Lock and carlock can help put the word out and help oh, promote yeah, for you. We will certainly do. Yeah, that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Really do. but I, I mean I. We talked earlier about how neither of us were active duty and kind of wish we had been able to contribute and give yeah. back to our country that way. So yeah, that's at the very least we can maybe try. And...
1: Yeah. I mean, halftime, some people look down on them, which is completely wrong in my opinion. It's, you know? it's terrible.
0: Yeah. Well, we are at the white flag. What uh, I'll give you the final say. I mean, if you want to, for, on Facebook, how can we find whose Designs? Yeah,
1: so Facebook and Instagram, those are the two of them um Post a lot on there. I actually just posted today about a trailer I did for somebody else, which was one of mm-hmm. the last project that left. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, it's both at Hoos Designs. Um, H-O-O-S-E face- yep. Designs. It's like yep. moose, but with an H. Yep. Okay. So who 's Designs, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and then we also have YouTube, but there's not a lot on there yet. You okay. know, we'll build up to that at some point. So. Sure.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much, man, for opening Yeah, it thank you, Darren. I appreciate it. This garage it. is incredible, and uh, we definitely want to help uh, promote here end of November. Yeah, thanks, All the man. work you're doing. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. We are back in Studio A in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And on behalf of the entire team here at Cars of Carlisle, we thank you for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed This week's show guest, Mike Hoos of Hoose Designs, a big thank you to you, Mike, for opening your shop up to me and and giving a a really fun interview and and, uh, had a great evening hanging out uh, with with you and look forward to doing some things in 2021. So let's downshift to this week's trivia answer. The question, let's uh, recap, was where did the term gasser come from? Well, thanks to, uh, I mean, again, some additional detail that I wanted to add here. We all know that, for the most part, a gasser is a a type of rod or hot rod that uh, really was very familiar and and comfortable on the drag strips of the U.S., particularly in the late 1950s and then all the way up until about the early 1970s. Uh, That was at the time before pro-stock was uh, more mainstream. Uh, These were the fastest stock-appearing race drag race cars at the time. And as I did a little more research into Wikipedia, Um, we know that they are a gasser is is typically uh, centered around or it's with a closed body production model and those those vehicles can range even as far back as the 30s up until the mid 60s for the most part as you would imagine anything extraneous from heaters to air conditioning to power steering units everything that's extraneous is stripped off of the vehicle uh, to get rid of that weight. It is jacked up using a beam axle or tubular axle and that provides better weight distribu- distribution on acceleration. Uh, it, it again throws all of the, uh, the weight to the rear axle to get the the rubber, the rear rubber down to the track for a, a stronger hookup uh, and to, to connect on launch. Uh, and typically, uh, you know, body, body work is uh, either done with uh, fiberglass, panels or stripped interiors and going with plexiglass uh, windows and anything that uh, again can minimize any of that weight Uh, and the engines themselves uh, are typically swapped out uh, of course to a much larger block Um, stock engines typically were not uh, kept in that and then any kind of forced induction whether it be a root supercharger or, or anything like that in order to uh to boost overall output so if uh If not familiar, that is what a gasser is. Thank you so much to everyone at the Porsche Mechanicsburg team. In fact, if you are in the market for a Porsche, whether it be pre-owned or new, please check out Porsche Mechanicsburg. They are located at 6625 Carlisle Pike in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, not too far from either Hershey or Carlisle. They are part of the Faulkner Automotive Group, which has been around since 1932. What we're excited about and you've been hearing us talk about this over the last several months is Porsche Mechanicsburg is building an incredible new state-of-the-art Porsche center it will be completed here uh, in the first quarter of 2021 and with that they're going to have all kinds of events to be hosted and what have you we're looking forward to being part of those but what's uh, really great is just the, the level of expertise at Porsche Mechanicsburg the fact that their mechanics Uh, have essentially PhDs in Porsche engineering and and they are some of the finest and and most highly trained in the world right here in central Pennsylvania. So for those uh, that may be in the market for a Cayenne, a Macan, a Porsche 911, which is the new 992 series, uh, a Porsche 718, a Panamera, uh, be sure to check out our friends at Porsche Mechanicsburg. We'd like to thank them again for all that they do in support of this show. While we're on that proverbial last lap, my friends, the white flag is waving. It's time to go flat out on that final turn heading into this week's finish line. I want to say thank you to everyone who helps make this show possible. Thanks to each of you for being fans and coming back week after week. We are so grateful to have you here. In fact, uh, 2021 can't be anything but a better year than 2020 and we're very optimistic about that and looking forward to some great things that already we are hard at work in fact uh, i've been putting in some late nights and long hours uh, trying to connect with uh, future guests experiences some great opportunities uh, to talk to some organizations and to some other automotive heavies and Uh, you know, instrumental folks in our industry. So we're truly anticipating some great things coming to you here in the weeks and months ahead. So for now, I will say to you, car community, car culture, drive well, be well, take care.